It's 1077 The Bone, Baby Kiwi out here in Las Vegas for SummerSlam. Look at this right here next to me from Monday Night Raw. I got Damian Priest. How's it going? <laughs> Fantastic. We're in Vegas, baby. It's going really good. Dude, of all people on the roster, I want to party with you the most. Uh, a lot of people do. And, I, and you know, for good reason. Uh, I pride myself in having a good time. <laughs> That's the thing. So, like, okay, I, I, obviously, we saw in NXT, you know, after you won the North American title, you celebrated in a hot tub with some ladies. Like, if you win the U.S. title this weekend, do you have any plans of how you want to celebrate? I, you know what's funny? I have ideas, but I don't know what I want to do. Like, it has to be a moment thing. First, let me get through the match and winning the title, and then I think it'll just be a spur of the moment. We'll see what happens. Because even the hot tub thing in NXT, while the hot tub was there, there was no plan of how or why or whatever. Like, I didn't even get changed. I just jumped in with my gear. So that was a spur of the moment thing, you know? So I feel like if and when I win tomorrow, I, I feel like, like it'll be a spur of the moment type of celebration. But like I said, I got to get through the match first. Okay, so listen, I got to know, do you still have the pants? And the reason I ask, because listen, you know, access and stuff, they always got things on display. I know, uh, uh, you know, A&E, they have most wanted treasures. They're trying to find stuff from, from the superstars from over the years for a potential, like a museum or something. I think for Damien Priest's display, those pants got to be in there. So do you still have them? So I think because I, I have so many different, like I have so many different gears and so many different looks, uh, and I change them up all the time, but I also circulate them. So I actually wore them a couple weeks ago on Raw. Yeah, I think people don't realize that, but yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was, I want to say it was when I wrestled uh, Morrison and then it became a tag match. I'm pretty sure that was the episode. I could be wrong because, like I said, I change my gear all the time, but I, I wore them recently. Oh, that's, that's so great to hear. So listen, Damien, you know, I think a lot of people associate you as like the big rock star of WWE. Um, I got to ask this, though. Who's the bigger rock star, you or Shinsuke Nakamura? So, look, he's got a sweet entrance, too, with his music. I, I like to be known as the, the guy with the rock star lifestyle, you know. So when it comes to the lifestyle... Yeah, I don't think anybody touches me. <laughs> so, but he's got he's got a sweet entrance with with an actual musician that plays him to the ring every entrance. So, and that to me, that's rocking, man. That's really cool. That's awesome. So, listen, you know, I work at the big rock station in San Francisco. I would love to ask you, you know, what are you currently listening to right now when you're, you know, on your personal time, working out, whatever. But like, where's some stuff you're into? Uh, I mean, the range is wild, you know, because I could go from Metallica, Priest, Maiden to In Flames, Trivium, Soil Work, to ACDC, Prince, Billy Idol, Motley Crue, Twisted Sister. So I'm like rock and roll, heavy metal, you know, I, the whole genre, I love it. You know, what, whatever makes me feel something, I'm down with it. And then like, even when I want to be metal, I listen to some Alice in Chains and stuff like that. Like I, I change it up all the time, but yeah, I'm a big rock guy. That's awesome. Okay, Aaron, Q Prime, that's Metallica's manager. I'm gonna send you this clip so you can see Damien Priest loves Metallica because we are their hometown radio station. But also you said Trivium. I love Trivium. I cannot wait to see him on this tour. Which is a very heavily Metallica inspired band, so. Absolutely. So Matt, Trivium, I'm going to send this to you as well. Uh, but listen, uh, is there anyone else on the, ro on the roster that you bond with, like, over music? Well, I mean, Triple H for one. <laughs> no. So that's cool. Like, we, we talk a lot of music. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different guys that like different stuff. Because I like all types of genres of music, though. It's not just rock and heavy metal. I, I, I can listen to anything that just makes me feel something. You know, so I do speak music with a lot of the guys. But 
Uh, but my range of metal, it's 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 funny. It's not not too many. Like I know Tony Storm. Like we'll talk Motley Crue. You know what I mean? So and so there's and Shotzi. We'll we'll talk some stuff. You know. Um, but yeah, like as far as like full fledged like my type of metal, uh, there's there's a, there's not that many. You know. But the, but it's cool to have the Triple H, the one up here that that we just could go and we'll talk business and we'll talk you know work. But then. Hey, you going to any shows? Or how was this concert? Or, or he'll tell me a story about a conversation he had with somebody, and then I'll tell him a story. Like it's kind of cool to have those interactions that have nothing to do with work, and it's just stuff that we actually love. I would love to be a fly on the wall or just be in the conversation because we know Triple H was close with Lemmy from Motorhead, stuff with Ozzy. Oh man, I can only imagine the fun conversation. Whoa, cool. So, uh, Robbie Brookside, one of the NXT coaches, and obviously a legend in wrestling, huge metal guy. And so I love talking metal with him. So, listen, Triple H, NXT, how was the transition from NXT to Raw for you? What was some, maybe what's, like, the biggest challenge for you? you know, the unknown. It, it really is. Like, it's just the unknown. Just You don't know what people want from you. You don't know how people are going to react to you. It's And I, I, I've said it before. It's like going to a new school where you don't know if the, the other students are going to like you. You know, if they're gonna tr- how they're going to treat you. You know, how they're... It, it's just a lot of that. Like, it was just more concerning how everybody was going to interact with me and you know, where my place is going to be, how do I earn my spot here, you know, and it was the same feeling I had when I joined NXT. So it was the same thing. It was just a, a, a new transition. But the work is still the work. We're, we're still in, competing in a ring, you know. We're still sports entertainers. So that, that part, that was the easy part because that I felt comfortable with. You know, obviously there's, there's a lot more talking now, you know, and I've never been one to really be great holding a mic or feel comfortable holding a microphone. So, and I'm still adapting to that. I'm still learning. I'm still trying. I'm, I'm still studying and working on that process because I still feel like that is the weakest point in my game, you know. But I knew that that was a big part of the transition where there's going to be a lot more uh, segments where I have to speak a lot more. And so that was definitely like a, one of those challenging things. But everything else, like, you know, it, it's, it's part of the process. You just got to, you know, throw me in there and see if I can sink or swim. Great. So, like, um, obviously, the first thing you really got into coming over the Raw was working with Bad Bunny, and that's the thing WWE's taken pride over the years is crossover with entertainment, you know, bringing those fans in. So, what was it like for you? We've seen a lot of celebrities come and go working with WWE. This time around, with Bad Bunny, was the latest celebrity to come into the fold, and you were paired with them. So, what was it like to work with him and you know be part of that bridge to? to bring the Bad Bunny fans over to WWE. So it must have been a, a great honor for you. Oh, absolutely. So when it, whenever you see a celebrity in our world, we already know what it is. It's like, what, what are you promoting? You know, what, what? and it's fine. It's part of the world. It's part of our business. But, but this was different. He wasn't promoting anything. Uh, the company said, hey, you could promote your stuff and perform and, and whatnot, but that wasn't a thing for him. He wanted to come here because he's a fan. He wanted to get involved with the WWE. It was perfect timing for him, where he wasn't on schedule uh, to tour or anything. He didn't wasn't uh, he wasn't in the studio, so he took the time to really commit. He moved to Florida to train on a regular basis because he wanted he wanted his performance and he wanted his time here to be respected, not just by fans but us. Like he, the first day, he asked the right questions. You know, like hey, I don't want to disrespect nobody. Do can I get in the ring? Do I have to do anything? Do I have to ask? Like he was so respectful to our side of things. And we hit it off immediately. We talk about the rock star lifestyle. That guy's a rock star the same way I am in the lifestyle, where we wanted to be successful on our own terms. We were told, both told, hey, to, to achieve success, you got to change the way you dress. You got to change the way you talk. And to us, it was like, nah, man, like that's, 
I'm not succeeding for me. I'm succeeding for somebody else then. And we made it on our own terms. And that's, so he's very much the same boat as I am. And we, so we hit it off and became friends immediately. And then he earned the respect of the locker room first. And obviously with his performance at WrestleMania, he shocked everybody. And everybody was like, wait a minute, this guy's legit. He's not like the other celebrities. He's, wow. And I remember Randy Orton thanking him in the back for treating our stuff with respect and, and then telling him, you are a WWE superstar. Like, I don't know, hearing that, it gave me goosebumps, and I was so cool. It was so cool, and I was so proud um, because I had helped him a little bit, but also because we became friends. I was proud of my friend. Like he achieved that. I thought that was super cool. That's great, Damien. Listen, I could talk music and wrestling with you all day. Uh, good luck this weekend going up against Sheamus for the U.S. title. If you do win, I want to party with you because we are in Las Vegas. Everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. It's gonna be wild. Awesome. Good luck. Thank you so much for your time, and I hope we could do this again soon. Thank Hell you. Yeah. Absolutely.